Hello, everybody, and welcome to Chits and Chat. I am Kaz Gable. And I'm Alex Cruzy. And today we will not be stopping because we cannot stop in the game Can't Stop. This is a classic game published in 1980, the best year to be born, in my opinion. And uh, for two to four players... It's close. It's close to the best. I'm, I'm going to be <laughs> uh, Published by Parker Brothers, designed by the legendary Sid Saxon, who was a uh, prolific game designer of the uh, 80s and 90s era games. Or no, it's the 70s and 80s and 90s, I should say. Um, this is a game of rolling dice and pushing your luck. And uh, there's not... That's about it. But there's so much that there's so much more to that. But uh, I will pause there and let you explain actually exactly what we do there. But uh, for a light little game, this is quite a lot of fun. So how do you actually play Can't Stop? All right. So to play Can't Stop, basically, uh, you there are four dice in the game, four standard dice. There is a board, and depending on the version you have, I think my version has an an octagon, a red octagon in the shape of a stop sign with essentially 11 columns in it that you will be trying to ascend. Uh, and every player also gets um, uh, 11 colored c cones uh, in their whatever color they choose, choose to be. Uh, there are also three additional white cones. These are going to be the runners that uh, players will use when it's their active player turn. Um, on a player's turn, they will roll all four of the dice, uh, and then they will split those dice into pairs, uh, and they can split them however they see fit. So, for example, if they rolled a five, five, three, and two, let's see if I can do the math in my head, uh, they can either make that a ten and a five, or they could make it an eight and a seven, and those are the only combinations you can make. Uh, but it's possible, say, for example, if you had a one, two, three, and four, you could do the one and the four, the two and the three, or the three and the one, and the two and the four, and the, uh, you you know how to do combinatorics, hopefully, or at least simple combinatorics. Uh, when you do that, you will place one of your runners onto that column. The columns are numbered 2 through 12 because those are the things you can roll with two dice. Uh, and you just keep moving it up the tracks if you keep rolling those. Again, you only have three runners, so as soon as you've placed all three of your runners, the only things you are looking to roll are whatever those three are on. So if you have your runners on the 6, 7, and 8... You only care to, to, to rolls six, seven, and eight. If you roll something where you can't make six, seven, or eight, you've just zonked. Uh, your turn is over. Any progress you've made with those runners is gone. You, you lose it. Uh, but at any point in time before you roll, you may decide, I'm going to stop, even though the game is called Can't Stop. Uh, you have to fight that urge to, to keep going uh, and stop at some point, hopefully, and play, play smart. Uh, and as soon as you stop, you will advance. If you don't have a marker already on the row, uh, you will add one of your colored cones and put it in this position where the, the runner was at. Uh, if you already have one of yours on there, you will just advance that cone up to that spot. Uh, and then if it comes back around to your turn, if you happen to roll something where you already have a cone on it, you will start your runner just in front of the cone so you don't lose your progress. Uh, from previous turns. So if, as far as you can get your own cones, that's going to help you in free future turns. Uh, and this just keeps going uh, until uh, one player can get three of their cones to, th uh, to the top position. 
so if the each of the columns though is slightly different size so the 2 and the 12s you only need to move a cone 3 total to make it to the end although the 7 gosh I don't know how many is in the 7 it's if I took a guess 2 4 seven, uh, I'm going to take a stab at it and say 11 I could be totally wrong <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 11. I was off. It's 12. It's 12 to get to the end of the seven. So the closer they are to the middle, the ones that are more likely to roll, there's a lot more progression that you need to make to get it to the end of the row. So there's always tough decisions. You might decide, uh, do I want to go with a two because it's really short but harder to roll, or do I want to go with something a bit easier to roll but it's going to take me a while to do. Uh, as soon as someone gets to the end of three rows, the game is over and they have won. Uh, other things to note is that when you make a roll, if you can't, anytime someone completes a column, that is off limits for everybody else. So if, say, someone finishes the 11 column, no one else can do the 11 column. So if you happen to roll an 11, you can't use it. Uh, if, for example, someone finished the 12 and you roll all sixes, you've just zonked right away. Uh, so those are always things to keep in mind that could go wrong for you. But uh, other than that, that's the entire game. Pretty simple. Yeah. <clears throat> pretty straightforward and <laughs> pretty easy to pick up immediately. Um, yeah, this is great. This is a great game. I'd never played this one before. I can see why it's still around um, from, you know, 39 years later from its inception. Um, this is this is a, a classic one. I, I wonder how many of uh, people out there actually have it in their collections from so long ago or in I don't know how many reprints it's gone through, but it's had a number of publishers. Mine's uh, Griffin Games is my version. Oh, interesting. I'm surprised Parker Brother gave up the rights to it if it was so popular, but um, maybe it just wasn't popular anymore and it got a research. Maybe it's like Frank Sinatra where they just pass it around. I don't know. <laughs> that could be, yeah. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, this is a uh, just a really fun push your luck i mean it, it kind of really goes down to the bare bones of the joy of rolling dice and then trying to keep those dice rolls going until you realize that you've made a lot of progress and you should probably stop but oh what one more uh one more is all that progress lost <laughs> <laughs> or it is glory that's the problem it really doubles down on the gambling uh kind of the gambling phenomenon or gambling mechanism uh, pretty hardcore, but to really good effect. This is a really fun game. I love that the uh, there is more direct strategy, of course, than you might expect, or maybe you would expect it, I guess, with this. But having those rarer numbers to pop up on the sides and the clarity of the board showing, like, here's the numbers that most likely will pop up the most often. Uh, and then the as it progressively gets rarer, it you know, there's less spaces that you, that you have to fill. So they're very enticing. And I think in the games that we just played, twos, well, you didn't use twos, but you got twos right at the end of the game, so you could have won <laughs> with twos. Uh, twos hit both times. Both times, twos were part of the win. And um, uh, and even, uh, let's see, you got 11 and 10. Was it 10? 11, 10, and, and I'm trying to remember what Hang you won on, with last time. On the time. last game, I think I won with, ooh, it was 10, and I think, like, Five, yeah, ten, five, and I think six. I could be wrong on the last okay. one, but definitely ten and five. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, so you know, two of the closer-ish to the middle numbers, and then um, 
one of the third outsides. Anyway, so I really really fun to play the strategy of do I do the slow burn, but the more but maybe not necessarily slow burn of the middle numbers because they're going to come up more frequently and I could potentially get doubles, or do I just do the the outside wild strategy and see if I can get that because that's so much more glorious when they do pop up because <laughs> for like twos and twelves you only need three of them. Um, yeah, there's a lot of variety and fun in here that I didn't quite expect. I thought it was just going to be more of a straightforward rolling and advancing as opposed to the uh, yeah having those those outside strategies that you can uh, pursue for more glory and excitement. Um, so when, when did you start playing this game? How long have you had this game? Gosh, I've had this a while. I've probably had it. Uh, I mean, at least at least eight years. I think I've had it a really long time. It's a it's a family favorite. So uh, I th- my uh, my mother in law tends this tends to be one of the ones she's like, oh, and you're coming over. Bring 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 can't stop. We want to play that one. Uh, we also um, in our version the game is intended to be played uh, for two to four players. Uh, although they do on Board Game Geek, I don't know if they still sell them, but at the time they sold uh, additional colors for cones. So technically we can play like eight player games, which is a little bit insane. Uh, you do kind of have to tweak the rules. They they do give variants uh, in the original game if you want to play uh uh, for two and three players, they do suggest if you want to play a little bit longer game, you can play it so that you go instead of for three columns, you have to get four or five columns. Uh, I think they suggest three for a three player game and uh, I'm sorry, four for a three player game and five for a two player game. Uh, so mm. all we do is if we're playing like a six player game, we go, all right, as long as you get two columns, you're good. Uh, it's it's still just as difficult. It's it's there's just longer spaces between your turns, but uh, there's there's still some excitement there. So if you're looking for a good family game, I mean that it's it's really it's it's really entertaining for everybody around the table. Huh. Yeah, no, I, I I would love to have this game. Unfortunately, it is very expensive to pick up right now. <laughs> yeah. So it's definitely one that you can. I would keep your eyes out. Like I, I bet you would even see this in like thrift stores because it's one of those popular like mass produced games that I'm sure it was around. But it had a resurgence at some point because now it's like forty dollars to get it. <laughs> when I just looked it up to see how much it was, and I'm like, oh, it's a little too much to pay for this game. But, um, uh, but yeah, I, 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 I definitely would recommend keeping your eyes open for this game. I think it's it's a great game for families, a great game for like passive gaming and intro gamers, and I don't know, cover lots covers a lot of bases. I think. Yeah. Um, uh, all right, well, let's just get right into taking it out because I feel like there's not much more we can talk about the, in depth with this game. <laughs> it's good, yeah, it's but pretty, it's simple. It's a pretty simple game, but it's it's a yeah. good game. <laughs> yeah, uh, if I didn't mention before, it uh, it plays in about 30 minutes, so it's pretty quick. That's what it's got listed, and I'd, I'd say that's about right, probably even less if you're just playing a two-player quick one. Um, but, uh, yeah, let's take it out to the bar or restaurant. So, um Pretty simple, straightforward layout. You are just going to have your main board. Uh, as far as I know, they're all... Well, no, this does vary. There are there are traditional, in the older style game, there are traditional like board, boards, uh, square board. But I think the most common one you're going to run into is the stop sign looking board. And this is just a uh, kind of raised plastic board with little slots. And it has... Uh, well, it's a stop sign shape. What is the actual size of this thing? Would you say it's like a foot it's, by a foot, or? Ooh, it's a little bit longer than a foot by a foot, actually. Okay. Uh, let me let me grab it right now. Uh, let's see. It's uh, I'm gonna say 
I'm gonna say 13 inches by 13 inches. So just just slightly longer than a foot. Okay. Yeah. So barely a little bit longer. Um. So you know, just kind of that shape in the middle of the table. Then on that, you're going to have your um, color tiles or chits, whatever they are in your version, and they're going to be randomly. They're going to be not randomly. They're going to be placed sporadically around as you get numbers and get a presence on certain number tracks you're going to be adding them um, until you add them you're going to have a collection of them in front of you or to the side of you somewhere and then of course four dice are going to be roaming around the table and that's pretty much it the dice are going to be passed do you get your own dice in the in the physical game no there's just one set of four dice yeah okay so the four dice are going to be passed around so yeah i mean that's pretty much it the one nice style of these older games is that there's not that many components floating around outside of the board (laughs) and so just pretty much on the board and the stop sign version is nice because it has um sort of uh little divots in the board where the tiles lock in so they aren't gonna be easily knocked around if they get bumped so pretty straightforward i would say and for taking out, especially with any other game that is primarily made of plastic, you don't have much to worry about except for, you know, of course, knocking pieces over and having to chase them down. But they aren't that small. They seem pretty pretty good yeah. size. So. The, the, the ones that are usually out there are the ones with the cones. Although I've seen ones where it's just uh, just kind of like a flattened square with a, a divot so you can stack things on top of each other real nicely. That Things don't really go fly. I don't think I've ever had a game where things have just flown out, out everywhere. They don't, nothing really rolls in this game. So it's all, it's all pretty good. It's, uh, it's really good for taking out. The only drawback is it is kind of large. It's not something you're going to shove in your pocket. It's something you're going to put in a tote bag. So if you're the type of person to bring a tote bag, and I'm always bringing a tote bag to bring games with me everywhere anyway, uh, I think it's a re- it's a it's a lovely game. It's something you can just kind of rotate and push around the table. Um, so there's there's always room for it in some respect. Yeah, yeah. That, this reminds me of a game that like a, a brewery or a bar or some place some place would like have in stock that they yeah. would just have there. <laughs> you know, or at the very least that they would just make themselves and like install into well, a fair, table yeah. or something like that. Yeah, you could. Yeah, that actually making yourself is another bonus of this where the design is very simple and you could very easily do a print and play version. You could get very creative with your own design. But, um, you know, if all you really need, I mean, technically you just need a big handful of pennies and uh, maybe another, obviously another coin for each player type. And then you're a um, bunch of dice and then you're pretty much set. Um, but anyway, yeah, Can't Stop This is really great. I was really surprised about this one. I really enjoyed this one. I think it goes well for going out for sure. The next thing we can talk about, of course, is Table Talk. I think this is fun. We had a lot of fun chatting over this one because yeah. obviously if someone's pushing your luck, you're they're lobbying for the numbers they need. You're lobbying for the numbers they don't need or not at least for them to not get the numbers they need. And so if it goes one way or the other, it's usually very exciting regardless of the get it or not. It's like, ah, oh. Anyway, you're a lot constantly of ch- I'm always chiding the other players just like, yeah, you want to go again. Keep <laughs> going and the thing is with uh my sisters-in-law i i usually contempt at least one of them into going way too far <laughs> <laughs> come on one more come on one more what you can do it. the odds are in your favor <laughs> oh you rolled all ones oh gosh oh, man that's, boo, boo that's too you. bad <laughs> yeah. yes and i did roll all ones in this turn yes you did one of these games <laughs> So yeah, just great all around. I think this is one, a class. This is a good example of a of a classic game, 
and th- that does it really well. That that does a um, a great job of being having replayability and is sort of fun to play passively. There's not like we mentioned before. There's not a ton to it, but I definitely could see taking this out to a bar, ha- playing this over drinks. You can play it without you know it, it's con- it's l- complicated to the point where you just have to be kind of paying attention on your turn. There's no strategy to kind of. Um, watch but you're going to get sucked into what is happening on other people's turns so this is really really a great one all right would your mom like it i think your mom would definitely like this game i feel like this is right in her wheelhouse it's got dice it's got excitement it's got a stop sign (laughs) 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 so i don't know what do you think Yes, my mom. This this is exactly the type of game my mom would love. Yes, dice, excitement, something you can root for. You know that that oh, what's it gonna roll? Or are you gonna are you gonna push? Are you gonna go for it? You're not gonna go for it. There's a lot of moments that are just those. Even in a, the two player game we had, there were t- tons of moments where it's like, yes, I got it, or oh my god, I can't believe you <laughs> did not get that. Lots of those, and those are the exact type of thing. Uh, that my mom is looking for. So yeah, my mom would love this game. Yeah. Yeah, I think this is pretty broadly appeal. I can't think of anyone who wouldn't like this game. I feel like it's 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 just good. It's a good design, and um, it's not meant to take your whole night. But I I actually could see you playing this on and off for like a whole evening if of just you know just hanging out. Like it's an easy yeah. one to get to the table too. I feel like even with the the benefit of this too is even for non gamers they'll they'd probably be into for a round or two of this. This is so accessible and so just fun. I mean it's just rolling dice. Almost everyone loves rolling dice just for the sake yeah. of feeling the of rolling dice. <laughs> yeah, it's a great a great like hangout and let's just chill game. It's, if if you're looking for something where you just want to chill but have something to kind of occupy your time as well it's great if you're looking for something that's going to have your brain burn this is not the game you should be playing what what are you doing don't do that that's not this game Uh, this is very much a let's chill hang out and just shoot the shit man (laughs) exactly Uh, shoot the shit can't stop won't stop then you get addicted to gambling and then you all lose your money eventually by (laughs) some horrible future (laughs) Um, all right, well, that is it. That is Can't Stop. That is a simple game that has held up through 39, almost 40 years, and that is rightly rightly so. It is very good. Check it out. You can make your own version of this game very, very easily, and if you don't want to pay the current $40, I would understand. I don't think I'm going to do that. I think I'm going to make my own version of this physical uh, game physically because I really enjoy this, and I know my family would like it. Um, all right, guys. I don't have a phrase for you that today, unfortunately. Hey, hold on, out. hold on, hold on. Oh, wait. Oh, hey, hold uh. on. I have more what? things I can talk about. And while I do that, oh. guess what you can do? You can think oh. of a phrase. Oh, all right. Geez. So I'm giving you some time here. All right. I need to talk about two things. Uh, there okay. are some additional things. There is an expansion to this game, uh, although oh, I don't know if the expansion uh, is made by Parker Brothers anymore. The the expansion I have went with the game version I have, but uh, it's called Rolling Down the Highway. Uh, I've heard some people say that it kind of ruins the purity of the game, but if you're looking to spice things up a little bit, uh, it's very interesting. It adds uh, a number of square tokens that are basically uh, on one side it's just black, on the other side they have different symbols on them. And you're gonna what you're gonna do is you're gonna shuffle these up and put them in all the spaces that are they're empty on the board, uh, all face down, so you don't know what they are. And then as people go, same rules apply. You just do it, but as soon as someone goes, I'm going to stop. Uh, wherever those runners are, what you're going to do is you're going to flip over 
each of those squares that they are on one by one. Uh, and as they flip them over, good or bad things or possibly middling things are going to happen to them. So there are there are ones where when you flip it over, it says, well, you got to prove it. So you have to re-roll the dice, all the dice. And if you don't roll the column that you're in right now, that one's gone. You didn't lock it in. Or there are ones that help you where it's, oh, you get this extra number that you can use on a future turn. So that, hey, you didn't roll what you needed, but you can replace a die with the number two because the the token has a two on it and it's used and it's gone. Or there are ones where it will just immediately shift it forward or backwards or to the left column or right a column. Or it could be something where uh, it on your next turn you're penalized and you can only move two uh, runners or possibly you can use four runners. The game actually comes with another runner so that you can uh, have crazy insane turns it's really it adds a lot more uh suspense and variety and to be honest every time i bring this over with my family we are always playing with this expansion uh i've i've i always preface before we start do we want to play with the expansion and it's just an immediate resounding yes so there there are ways that if you think if you were listening to this whole podcast and going yeah it still kind of sounds a bit dull this adds a lot, a lot of spice to it. Um, and that's, again, that the name of that expansion is Rolling Down the Highway. Um, and then also I wanted to mention there is a kind of, I guess, it's a Roland Wright version-ish of this game. It's called Can't Stop Express. I've seen it show up in stores again uh, in the last, I think, a year or so. Uh, I've seen a few playthroughs. I don't know everything about it. It seems pretty simple. It's for the most part the same. There are a few tweaks to it. I think it's, uh, from what I can see, it's based, it's a re-implementation of a game called Choice slash Einstein. I'm not really sure what that is, but, uh, if you're looking for something a bit more smaller form factor, that one's something you probably fit in your pocket, uh, or a even smaller tote bag because if you're going to bring a tote bag why not bring an even smaller tote bag to go with it <laughs> uh, but uh if you're looking for something in in something a bit even smaller if you don't like the idea of taking out a gigantic uh board this might not be a bad idea uh but hmm. you know I, I i i i haven't purchased it only because i just way prefer the original can't stop i think there's a lot more exciting there so and that, yeah. that, oh, that's okay. everything. Now, hopefully, during that time, you were able to think of a catchphrase. <laughs> I was only listening to you. No, I've, here's my catchphrase that I came up with. It is, um, it is a kind of a summation of this game play. It's can't stop, don't stop, won't stop. Oh, you should have stopped. That is my <laughs> catchphrase <laughs> for the night. And that is summation of my gameplay style in this game and probably a lot of people's. But all right, everybody. Well, thank you for listening. Hopefully you are not stopping playing games. You can get a hold of us in a couple ways if you'd like to reach out. That is Twitter and Instagram at Chits and Chat. And we'd love to hear from you to let us know how we're doing or if there's any games you want us to review or um, any games that we've reviewed and you completely disagree with us. Other than that, thanks again for listening, and we will catch you all on the next episode. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> all right. See ya. Bye.